0: Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things Podcast. Haven, the story of Lightning is one of the few story series created specifically for younger listeners. This is a fast-paced story full of magic, conspiracy, fantasy, talking animals, and exploration of a primeval world that awaits the listener. We hope you enjoy. Deep within the heart of the great forest, there's a circular clearing. In the clearing's middle stands a single sacred redwood tree that, at its peak, rises high above the surrounding forest. It is here that the seat of power rests for the animal council. Scout could always navigate his way across Haven, so long as he flew high enough above the surrounding forest to see the council tree. Today was no different, as he raced across the sky to be present for a special visitor, due to arrive any time now. A visitor he was interested in meeting for the first time, which he had only heard of through rumors and stories from the other council members. Wiser, the great horned owl, and current head of the council, paced to and fro. Has anyone spotted, Scout? Today is not the day to be late. In her agitation, she twisted her head in an odd and disturbing angle. "'I swear if he is late today, I will eat him myself.' Wiser raked the floor with her mighty talons, ripping up small chunks of wood. Oscar, the barn owl, and assistant to Wiser approached her. "'Ma'am, I'm sure he'll be here at any moment.' Oscar watched as Wiser's talons gouged and ripped chunks of wood free as she continued to glare at him. Oscar lowered his head and backed away from the horned owl. Come now, Wiser. Is that any way for the head of the council to act? blurted out Thorn the porcupine. He chuckled as Wiser stormed back and forth, waiting for Scout and today's special visitor. He approached with caution and found his way to the usual place in a circle, where they gathered for the weekly council meetings. The moss which concealed the entrance to the council chamber inside the great redwood tree parted. Hazel, the mockingbird and gossip queen of Haven, entered. Hi, is all!" A low rumble filled the chamber with the other council members. You guys will never believe this, but on my way here, Hazel began. Wiser interrupted. I am sure what you're about to say is entertaining, but if it does not have to do with the Keeper's arrival or the Unicorn Alpha change, then clam it. Striper, the skunk, settled into her spot in the council circle, chuckling at Wiser's comments to the loudmouth mockingbird. No one ever wanted to upset Striper, as she was quick to spray her musk on the offender. Striper has been the council chamber peacekeeper for many years because of this. Where is Scout? Striper still loves to get her occasional jabs in on Wiser when she's ranting and raving. Everyone's eyes darted to the moss-covered entrance as a small brown field mouse burst into the room, Joy drained from the poor little messenger's face as she stood before the council's judgmental eyes. Eek! The mouse backed away from the council, until in front of the entranceway. They have spotted Scout. He should be here, he?" The entryway behind the messenger burst open. Then Scout arrived in a blur of motion. The tiny field mouse, frozen in fear as a small yellow pool grew from beneath her. Thorn and Striper burst into laughter at the mouse. Sadness and shame filled the little mouse's facial expression. You're okay there, little mouse? Striper chuckled. The little mouse stared at the chamber floor and hung her head. I pooped a little. Sorry. The little mouse collected her dropping and left the chamber, full of shame. Scout shook his head as he watched the little mouse do her walk of shame. So, any word on Keeper? Scout's eyes darted from council member to council member, full of anticipation. I wish, Wiser added. Did I miss it? Scout expressed his concern. No, not just yet, Thorne announced, to lower the heightened emotions of the Golden Hawk. The gathered animal council members ceased their banter as the moss covering to the entrance parted yet again. Daylight burst into the room through the separated moss. Keeper, the Galapagos tortoise, and lower keeper for all of Haven, made his way before the council. Wiser was the first of the council to kneel before Keeper in a show of respect to Haven's lore, Keeper. Welcome, ancient one. We, the Animal Council, are humbled by your presence on this most special day, Keeper. Oscar puffed out his chest with pride. Keeper chuckled at the overreaction to his arrival. Oscar, please, we're all friends here. Wiser approached and embraced her longtime friend. Ancient friends. All the animals joined Wiser in her embrace of the ancient tortoise. The animal council and Keeper settled back into their spots in the council circle at the center of the chamber. Let's get down to business, Wiser announced. All present nodded in acceptance of Wiser's words. Keeper made his way to the center of the council circle. So much for the pleasantries. Let us begin. As we are all well aware, the time of the unicorn's passing of Alpha to the next grows near. Keeper nods and glances to each member of the animal council. His expression tells them of his growing concerns. Wiser clears her throat and all eyes turn to her. Thunder is a just and kind alpha to the unicorns. Keeper raises a single eyebrow as curiosity fills his demeanor. I feel I can speak for everyone here, Keeper, but to pass the roll of alpha to lightning would be a great mistake. Wiser continued. Keeper closed his eyes and listened to Wiser's words of concern. He may be of age, but he is immature. Do we want to put all of Haven's safety into the hands of someone who just this afternoon was blindfolded and running amuck in the great forest? All he does is cause difficulties and spend time with those irritating little ferrets, Slick and his brother Slicker. You know the scuffle will hurt many in the mayhem it will create. So, wiser, you would prefer the Animal Council to enforce its will in the unicorn selection process, as you did when they chose Thunder rather than Shadow? Keeper jabs at the council members. Thorn scowled. I think it worked out pretty well for all of us. Shadow would have abused the power and destroyed Haven in a tantrum. Keeper's expression showed his contempt for the Animal Council's past actions. So you think Shadow would have been a better choice instead of Thunder? Wiser barked to the ancient tortoise. No, however, pressure can turn coal into a diamond. Keeper smirked at the great horned owl. But we'll never know. We'll wait. Oscar rose to his feet to defend Wiser and the Animal Council. Striper's demeanor showed her growing worry about the events she was watching unfold before her. Thorne noticed Striper and knew he had to calm the situation, or they would all stink of her musk for the next few weeks. Okay, let's focus on the reason we are all here, please. Thorne gestured with a head nod to Striper, as to alert everyone present that she was on the verge of musking the entire council chamber. Everyone calmed their emotions to not escalate the tensions of all present into outright anger. Striper's shackles relaxed, and everyone released a sigh of relief. Keeper cleared his throat and continued the debate. For generations, they passed on the unicorn's mantle of Alpha with no outsider's input. But the current Animal Council feels it should involve us, as this must be just the right successor to ensure they will protect everyone. How we feel they should do it, Wise replied. I do not agree. Keeper spoke. In all my many years here, on Haven, the unicorns have always chosen and made the correct choice for their alpha. Thorn coughed. So what are you saying? Keeper appeared shocked as he shook his head, knowing they would never listen to his words. Keeper extended his legs, raising himself to his feet, and sighed. Keeper turned away from the gathered animal council members and made his way to the moss-covered entrance. "'Sometimes, just sometimes, it is best to mind your own business.' "'It is always our own hubris that make us think we know what is best for others "'when we cannot handle our own lives.'" Wiser and the animal council recoiled from the scornful remarks of the ancient Galapagos tortoise. "'It is our job to know what is best for everyone on haven,' Thorn yelled. "'Whether they like it or not!' Keeper exited the council chamber Ashamed of the mindset of those who are in charge of Haven's inhabitants, Thorn scoffed. He is just too attached to the old ways. He lives in the past. We are the future. Thorn, Striper, Wiser, and Oscar nodded in mutual agreement at the observation. Hazel rushed out of the council chambers to share her version of what happened. Scout stood alone in contemplation of what he had just witnessed. Outside of the secret redwood tree, Keeper had crossed the clearing by the time Scout reached his side. Keeper, please wait for me, he called out. Keeper paused and turned to face the golden eagle. I've already warned you in the council. Keeper declared before every watchful eye in the forest. But I believe you. What can we do? Scout begged for Keeper's great wisdom. Keeper's face showed the emotional wounds inflicted by the council's harsh words. His head hung low. All we can do at this point is watch the council fail again. Scout stared at Keeper, in disbelief of his parting remarks. So we give up, then? Keeper shrugged. No but sometimes you cannot protect others from their choices. There are times you must step back, and I'll allow them to learn the hard lesson you've tried to save them from. Scout's eyes widened as he understood Keeper the Tortoise's chosen words to the council. I am not giving up. With age and experience comes wisdom.' It is in that wisdom I leave and gather what I will need to rebuild all we have built. Keeper offered a smile. Scout looked around at the forest that surrounded them, and at the near countless animals living there. Can I go with you, Keeper? Please? Keeper smirked at Scout's remark. Yes, but only once it is time. Scout stared in confusion at Keeper's remark. How will I know? Scout watched as the animals brought their young to the Keeper. They placed their children that were too small to walk atop his shell, while those old enough to walk on their own stood next to him, ready to follow the Keeper's exodus. Watch for the sign, Scout. Then and only then, guide him outside the cave in the swamp. "'You know the one, right?' Keeper looked back as he started his journey toward the swamp. Scout summoned the courage needed to return and face the animal council, awaiting him inside the sacred redwood tree. The golden eagle nodded, assuring himself he was ready to return and do his part. Scout spun back to say goodbye to Keeper and the young ones, but they left without a trace of their passing.' "'That's one sneaky old turtle,' he thought to himself. "'He met with Wiser outside the council chamber entrance.' "'Why did you leave? Wait! You agree with him, don't you?' "'She asked Scout. Scout nodded yes to her presumption. "'Yes, I feel we should stay clear of the Alpha Selection. "'Don't think I disagree with him either. "'We've been friends for longer than any of us wants to admit.' Wiser offered. Then why would you stand by and allow Thorne to speak to him like that in front of the entire council? Scout pressed for an answer. Thorn is young and will grow into his role. Wiser responded to Scout's criticism of her actions. Then why not allow lightning the same opportunity? Scout responded. I know what you are trying to do here, but the council asks your hero, Keeper, to get his blessing. We have already made up our minds, and while Thunder and Rain might not like it, we have secured their herd's blessing to promote our choice over Thunders. Wiser advised. Shadow? Scout asked. Wiser scoffed at Scout's observation. No, he is too old and set in his ways for us to motivate. Motivate? Motivate? Scout felt sick to his stomach at the disrespectful words. You mean manipulate. Be mindful of your words. Wiser cut him off. Then who? Scout pressed yet again for clear answers. Tremere. Wiser answered. Why? She has no leadership experience and has never pursued the mantle of Alpha. Scout asked. Thorne used this opportunity to step out of the council chamber, and stomping between Wiser and Scout. Because we need change around here, and Shadow's daughter Tremere is what we feel is best for everyone. But why? Scout asked. Because they have given their mantle of alpha to male unicorns. That is not fair. They need to leave their old ways behind and join us in a bright and proud future. Thorne attacked. I thought it was to show everyone that the so-called magic of the unicorns was nothing more than a hoax. To make everyone see our truth. Wiser asked in confusion. Then this is just some political games to you? Scout roared at Thorne. Thorne responded by rolling into a ball of protective quills. Yes, and in the end, you will appreciate everything we have done. But if anyone disagrees, we'll put them on trial in the court of public opinion, as there we do not have to provide any facts. We only need to get enough people to believe us. Let me get this right. You are destroying a system that has been in place since Haven first rose from the seas, one put in place by the creators that brought us here. Because you don't like their choices and selections? Selections they based on ability and experience, not for change's sake? Scout raged. Thorin ended the conversation and presentation of facts by Scout in favor of a simple and illogical social afterthought by announcing, Yup! Wasn't that terrific? I can hardly wait for the next episode. This is the Wicked Things Podcast signing off.